What's up? Hey, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. It is a, a Friday, which means we're just going to talk about some personal stuff, what's going on. I'm sure you could tell some of the topics based on the title. I'm currently in my bathroom and I'm getting ready to go to bed. So I'm actually taking you with me on my nighttime routine. Normally I would say like put your seatbelt on, but just think of this as like we're having a phone call. I actually tend to do this a lot. I'll just like call my mom or call a girlfriend while I'm getting ready because sometimes it's like the only time I have to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, let's do it. All right, so now that I'm removing my makeup, and I know I've told you guys before that I am not like super loyal to any particular brand, but I really do love the Beauty Counter. That's what I'm using right now. Let's see, where is it? It's called Beauty Counter lipid defense cleansing oil it's like this oil that you use to remove your makeup it's really good i love it you just use soap and water then or like you just use water to take it off and i'm removing my lashes okay so let me tell you so i know i talk way too much about lashes and you guys all told me to get lashify and i bought it i just still haven't taken the time to read the instructions i don't know why it really intimidates me that it came in this like really big expensive pack lashify by the way are like kind of like extended wear lashes it's like getting lash extensions but you do them yourself which i really like and apparently they last like two weeks and i bought them they're pretty expensive and so I, I bought the kit, etc. but it came like this big, like very intimidating, expensive looking kit with instructions. And I know it's probably very simple. I don't know why. I just feel like it's a whole thing. I've got to read instructions and watch a video and blah, blah, blah. I just don't have time. So I've been using the Lashify dupe, the glue, which is Falscara, and then just putting my own false lashes on with that and then taking them off each day. And that glue comes off pretty easily with, like I just said, the cleansing oil that I use. But if I'm being honest, I hate to say this, I feel like my, I don't know that it really like matters that much, but I'm looking right now at my lashes and they're kind of like getting really thin and sparse. So I have a feeling it's probably not a great idea. Whatever it is I'm doing is definitely not making my lashes, my natural lashes happy. Hmm. So I bought a lash serum. What did I buy? I bought Babe Lash, just based on reviews. And I went directly to their website to buy it because you guys know you shouldn't buy anything off of Amazon. Like when it comes to like makeup and stuff like that, it's just really sketchy. I mean, I've bought some things on Amazon that were just like clearly, when I say dupes, like they were, weren't just dupes, they were counterfeit. Like not the product. I've done that with a couple of things where I'm just like, I don't have, you know, I'm, I'm already on Amazon. It's just so easy. Let me just friggin' order it from Amazon and take my chances. And there's just been a couple of times where it's not been good. So for something I'm going to put close to my eyes, I'm definitely not going to take a risk that it's a counterfeit. So anyways, I, I ordered the Babe Lash. Apparently that's like a really good lash serum. But then the other side of me is like, do I even care that my lashes are kind of fine in that I've been wearing false lashes every day for the last 20 days? It was like, I also, speaking of which, I have, what do you call them? I don't wear acrylic nails. I wear something that's called Gel X. 
y'all, if you have fake nails, you need to get on this situation. You need to ask the gals at your salon to learn how to do Gel X. They are a freaking game changer. So they come preformed. So you can get like long or short or stiletto, square, oval, almond, whatever. They come pre-shaped and they are gel. So they don't have to file down your own nail bed, which I always hated. They're 10 times faster. They look a hundred times more natural. And to take them off, they just melt them off. So every time you go, you're getting a new set, but it's not like, doesn't take forever because the actual nail is a nail form and they just adhere it to your natural nail with gel. And then they just melt them off by soaking them in acetone. Everything about me is fake. (laughs) And I really don't care. I'm doing the best I can with what God gave me. And I'm telling you, I'm working miracles over here right now because I'm taking off my makeup and I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, oh girl, you are good. You are working miracles because y'all would not even recognize his face that's looking back at me in the mirror right now. I don't care. But my skin looks good. It looks good. It really does, but there are a few little like dark spots. And my one of my girlfriends is such a big believer in our age, whatever that might be for you, doing IPL. And she's like keeps really convincing me, like, go do IPL. It's like you're gonna have like brand new skin. I'm like, girl, you know I'm just a little bit nervous these days about doing anything that involves going into an office, but I think it's pretty basic. I think basically they just use a laser to, I don't know. I don't want to get into it because I don't know enough about it yet, but that's something I definitely, I can just see just a few little spots, but I'm pretty happy with my skin, I have to say. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I have completely stayed out of the sun I'm not kidding. Like, I am a freak about staying out of the sun. And I haven't been tan for probably 15, 20 years. I think that makes a huge difference. And that's how you stay young. You know, and I'm also happy that we had our kids young. I mean, it's okay if you have your kids older. That's fine, too. But it's so great that they want to hang out with us. And we have the energy to do things with them. And we can go, like, snowboarding with them. And... We went out to dinner last weekend when we were in Arizona, Brett and I did, with Sean T. and his husband, Scott. And, you know, we've been friends with them for like 15 years now. I mean, Sean, I have at least 15 years. I met him before he was with Scott. But it was just so fun to, I don't know. I don't know if you have friends who have kids that are younger than yours. And I remember when our kids were young and I had a few friends who were, had kids older than ours. And it was great that they would be able to say like, oh, well, you get to look forward to this and you get to look forward to that. And and it was just fun to go out to dinner with them and just hear the things that they're excited about. And like their boys just started playing soccer. And I just, oh, it's so neat to like remember those times. But also it's so amazing to see like how our relationships are like with our kids. Like Sierra is like my best friend. And I'm so close with Brock like we just have this connection where I don't know it's weird I have this like different connection with both of them but it's it's so rewarding I gotta tell you I do not regret any sacrifice we made to be present and connected and communicate with them because it has really blessed our relationships with them as they are or older. So anyways, this weekend I was in Arizona. I was speaking at a conference 
a network marketing conference. And, you know, you guys got to hear Brett in rare form. You're going to hear him again tonight, too, because I'm getting ready. I'm putting on my last serum right now. Should it sting? I think I got it too close into my eye. Anyways, you got to hear Brett in rare form. He was in a hell of a mood, I am telling you. I know you guys all thought that was really funny. That level of intensity that you heard on the podcast last Friday, he was at that level for like four or five days straight, which is pretty funny on a podcast, but like when you're with it 24-7, it's like, calm down, guy. Simmer, will ya? Like, it's too much. Because you know me, I'm pretty chill. And I like for him to be chill too, and he was not chill. And I think he just was I think the whole like situation with his dad and frustration over not being able to see him really got to him. But I love that you guys want to hear more from him. And that's one of the things that we're going to be doing a lot more of on the Patreon. No, it's still not ready. And I'm going to tell you why in just a second. Don't let me forget to tell you why. But so we came home and Monday I released the episode on the questions answering, you know, your uncomfortable and awkward questions about sex and who, right? Right? Some of you really needed that, right? I know. And some of you were like, please stop saying that word. I didn't realize that, okay, I'm going to say the word one time and then we'll never say it again that just saying the word squirting is kind of like saying the word moist for some people. Like it's one of those words that people are just like, like, don't say it. (laughs) So there was that. And then there was, I would say like the most, the topics that got the biggest play inside the pod squad were the topics of the S word that I just said. And then also anal sex. I don't know why I'm whispering that. Like, hello, it's all adults in my house. But I guess because I'm just a little squirrely about it. And and what was so cool is Kelly Casperson, the Dr. Kelly Casperson, actually jumped in the pod squad and she was answering questions and she was encouraging everybody. You know, the thing that works so well with Kelly and I, Dr. Kelly, and I'm going to definitely have her on as a regular because I think she just so vibes with our community is she's just so cool about it. Like, she's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, here's all the words. And she just, like, spits them all out. And she's like, yeah, it's our bodies. Chill out, guys. It's not, not that big of a deal. And I just, I think that makes it so much easier to talk about. I love her. I just love her. So I'm going to have her definitely on the show again in the future. I know you guys really enjoyed her, too. And then Wednesday's episode, I recorded, because as I mentioned, I, I recorded an episode on Wednesday, if you didn't hear it. For anyone who's feeling like, just having one of those days or one of those weeks where you're like, I can't take it. There's so much going on. I just want to have a mental breakdown. It's all too much and I'm freaking out. What do I do? Like I'm really overwhelmed, whether it's an anxiety attack or it's just like one of those weeks where you're like, I just can't do all of this. And I recorded that because I had two people who I really care about who shall remain nameless, who were going through that literally that day. That, and I recorded that on uh, Tuesday. And it was really, you know, oh, I think a great podcast. A lot of people of you guys said, like, I needed that. Thank you so much. And then lo and behold, Thursday, I had one of those days. Exactly what I described. One of those days where you're like, okay, I've got everything scheduled and I'm pretty maxed out, but I can handle this. Like, this is going to be an exciting day. Whew, it's going to be hard. Not a lot of rest. That's okay. I can power through this. You got this. Let's go. And just 
text after text after text after email after Slack message after email just like kept coming and coming and coming and we need this and we need that and you need to review this and you need to create this and you need to record that and we need this reviewed and you need to outline this and you need to produce this and we need a photo of that and we need a video of you doing this and we need this person needs approval on that like it was just nonstop and we need 10 covers of that and it was and, and there was all these things I wanted to do. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm feeling exactly, exactly what I described in my podcast on Wednesday. And I was just like, literally like, oh, about to lose it. And you know, when you, I don't know if I didn't mention this in that podcast, but it was an emotion that came up for me when I was feeling this on Wednesday is it made me like just really angry at everybody who wanted something from me, even though it wasn't their fault. Like I wanted to call each and every person and go like, do you know that this email you've asked me to review, do you know I have to do blah, 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 blah. Well, no, it's not their fault, you know? And so, and then I had a couple of meetings scheduled and I have this rule that I'm going to go in the other room so Brett can add his commentary. I have this rule or we have this rule that for all meetings, we need an agenda. And that has a lot to do with my ADHD, but it also has a lot to do with just respecting people's time. I hate surprises. It's really important for me to be prepared. Like even if someone's going to be interviewing me on their podcast, and it's someone who I don't know, before I get on that podcast, I need to know everything about them. I just think that's a respect thing. Partly, and also it makes me feel more prepared and confident. And I, I just always want to know what's coming. I hate surprises. So, you know, like even if I'm going to do a podcast, I'll have my assistant just do like all the research on like, who is this person and what are they, all the ep- episodes? And I'll listen to a few of their episodes and I'll follow them on Instagram. And I just think that's the respectful, right thing to do. Anyways, when I have a meeting, I'm walking down the hallway now. So, oh, by the way, so I have to get ready in one of the extra bedrooms in our house because our master bedroom is being, is it okay if I turn the fan off? So we sleep with a fan on because hashtag white noise, even though we can actually hear the ocean too, but we're getting our master bedroom, sorry, bathroom remodeled, right? Yeah, it's a bathroom. (laughs) Anyways, we're getting the master bathroom remodeled. And so that means we had to move out of I'm in the closet now getting dressed. We had to move out of our master bathroom. And then we have, let's see. So there's our master room. And then there's one, two, three other bedrooms at the beach house. And so, and they're pretty, like actually not pretty small. They're very small bathrooms. Like there's no way two people could be in either of these bathrooms at the same time. So I said, we really can't, both move into one bathroom. So you take one bathroom, I'll take the other bathroom. So we each have our own bathroom. So, and that's all well and good, except when you are a perimenopausal woman who apparently has to pee every single night. So in the middle of the night, I end up having to like wake up, trip over 19 pillows, (laughs) stumble my way blind, out of our room, down the hallway, into another room. And it really wakes me up, and I really hate it. I keep trying to limit my water intake in the later parts of the day. I, I think I did pretty good today, so I think I should be okay tonight. But, 
even on the nights where I've days where I really try to limit my water intake, I still feel like I get up in the bathroom in the middle of the night and pee. So anyways, sorry, TMI. Why did I tell you that story? Oh, because I was telling you where I was going. Anyway, so what did I do? Okay, so I had these, I had two meetings scheduled with staff on Wednesday again. And, you know, the meetings are approaching and I'm, I'm like, hey, I, to my assistant, I'm like, hey, I don't see the agenda for either of these meetings. And she's like, yeah, here it is. And I'm like, no, that's from other meetings. That's not from the two new team members who I'm supposed to be meeting with today. And she's like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Don't see agendas for that. And I'm like, I felt bad doing this. I'm going to walk you through this for a second. So I said, and it was 10 minutes before the meetings. And I'm already like so overwhelmed because I had, like I said, 95,000 things to do that there's no way I was going to be able to get all those things done in the day. There's just no way I knew something had to give, but I felt bad having to cancel those meetings because these are two new team members and I really want to connect with them, you know, and make them feel welcome and all those things and tell them what a great job they've been doing. So there's that people pleaser in me. And so it's like, okay, you just suck it up. Just deal with it. Like, you know, you're, you might have to stay up till midnight tonight to get all these things done. But then I'm like, but I have a rule. And the rule is there needs to be an agenda for the meeting. So I need to establish this boundary. So I said, you know, please let them know. I apologize for the last minute notice, but this is very important that there's always, if there's no agenda, there's no meeting. And then I, I said, you know, I, I feel bad being a bitch about that. But then I'm like, you know, why am I calling that? Why have I just described myself as being a bitch? Like a man wouldn't say that. It's a boundary. That's all it is. It's a boundary and it's a very important boundary. So that was, you know, I think because I had recorded that podcast about what to do when you're overwhelmed, it was very fresh in my mind that I needed to make a list. And that's what I did. Then after I canceled those two meetings and said, let's reschedule these with agendas, I went through and I looked at all the things on my list, just like I suggested in that podcast and said, okay, a couple of these things, I'm just gonna have to disappoint a few people including a few people, uh, business partners who we have like associates with and, you know, a couple companies that we, we do partnerships with. And I'm just like, you know, I, I know they think they're getting this today, but they're not going, I can't, it's not humanly possible. So I was glad I had recorded that podcast because otherwise I probably would have forgotten what to do that. And then that night was that, yeah, that was Wednesday night. You took me out to dinner. Last night. Yes. I took you out to dinner. That was fun. Yes, it was. We went to kind of a place we don't go too often, and it was nice. What was the name of it? Nick's. So if you're ever in San Clemente, go to Nick's. There's two Nick's restaurants, and it's really good. It's it's kind of romantic, and and we our favorite thing, I'm sure you guys love to do this too, is to like look around at all the other people and go like, okay, so what's going on with this guy? Because there was a guy, like, you know what I mean? Like, what's going on with this couple? Is that a new couple, or is this a... Is this a blind date? Is it, there's a lot of weirdness going on. It was very entertaining. You had the two guys behind you. Yeah. A couple tycoons talking about their million-dollar business ventures. <laughs> Brett was having a field day listening to that. I one. mean, these two guys, if I could record the conversation, you would think that we had, like... The, Donald Trump and, and Gary Vee. Talking to each other about, like, who knows... I could never figure out what their business was. Yeah. But whatever it was, they were making money move. That's what they were saying anyways. Yep. And then there's that one, like, he was, like, a really well-dressed gentleman. Pretty attractive, like a... He almost looked like a doctor. 
to me. Like yeah? after hours, doctor or attorney and I don't know, just just by himself. Just, I don't know. It was just like he seemed so like proper and he was just like there by himself having a glass of red wine and a steak and he had a wet wedding wedding ring on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was interesting. And then there's that other, like, older, older man and then that younger girl, and she was, like, climbing all over him. That was interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, they came in kind of. They came in hot. Yeah. You were very popular in the pod squad this week, and did you enjoy that? Yeah. I'm, I'm, if I'm unfiltered, I, I'm a pretty popular guy. Mm-hmm. It's when I get censored is when it's not good. I, I have to censor you. I know, but... You know. I mean, I've also prepared our cancellation speech, but we both know if we get canceled... Who cares? Yeah, who cares, I guess. But also, yeah, who cares? But you all will know if we get canceled whose fault it is. Oh, that will definitely be mine. <laughs> People want you to do that, I think. Yep, but, yeah. I've told you, I'm going to let you be unfiltered on the Patreon. Yes. You can get the all... Uncensored. Uncensored, unfiltered Brett Johnson. I keep talking about this Patreon. You guys are like, okay, are you, I think we're going to release it. Anyways, so so that's the other thing I've been looking forward to each night is we've been watching Cheer, season two. And spoiler alert, if you're watching it and you don't know like what happens, put, you know, fast forward me like two minutes. But Jerry Harris was like the breakout star from season one. He's just like this adorable, flamboyant, like super positive, you know, underdog that everybody rooted for and everybody fell in love with. And you probably saw him on Ellen and you saw him on the red carpets and he was just like freaking everywhere. Well, he is currently in jail waiting trial for sexual harassment yeah soliciting minors but did he also rape or it's all they haven't gone to trial yet so listen like alleged he's alleged of you know doing like sexting with you know minors with minors and it also listed like he had sex with with a minor he actually admitted that that's something that that When he went, he pled guilty of doing, like, being involved with, like, 12 or 13 different boys and then having sex with a 15-year-old minor. Yeah, so if you're watching it with your family, that's an episode where you need to know they're going to talk about those things. It's a whole episode. Which I think is, you know, depending on the age of your kids, you need to, it might be a great conversation starter. Especially, you know, they just, there's so much to be aware of with how impressionable these kids are and they they idolize not just stars but they idolize social media influencers and this is more common than i think people realize i think it's a really important topic i think it is disgusting and i am so proud of those two young boys who came forward and not only did they allow their names to be used because i'm i'm dealing right now with adult women who want no part of that they don't want the stigma they don't want the pain and i understand that so i'm so proud of these two young boys that came forward i mean just the strength and courage if anyone knows them please just tell them i will do anything for them i just think that it's just so remarkable that they have the strength and courage tenacity and to care enough about this not happening to other people that they've risked everything to do this i mean they've been ostracized they've lost their community can you imagine? I mean, they were like in middle school at the time or something. Anyways, in that episode, they also featured Sarah Klein, who is 
a an attorney who's really well known for representing victims of sexual abuse. And I actually and she's a victim herself. Of yes, Larry Nassar. That's right. She she had been abused for. I, I can't remember, like 10 seven, years? Oh, 17 years. 17 years she was. She said she abused. was abused at 25 when she was an attorney and like you would like- think Oh, like, first year of law school. First year of law school and like you, she was like, you would think I would know the difference in- But it had been all of her life pretty much. It had been, been all of her life. Like that's what she just thought of a medical exam- Entailed. Know, consi- and consisted of. So what was really interesting about that is she went to Michigan State, obviously, Larry Nassar, you know, we went to Michigan State. And when everything happened with the Malavi case, and I was interviewing different doctors, I'm sorry, different attorneys to represent this group of women, she was one of the attorneys that I met with, and she was incredibly helpful and connected me with the right people. And I just really appreciate her. I'm going to try to have her on the show because she's got a great story. Oh, I know I was going to tell you guys. I'm probably going to do it next week. But I've been thinking about how how much it's important to be, to not feel overwhelmed and to be happy. And especially like with, you know, Wednesday being like a hard day, I started kind of taking inventory on what things impact my happiness. Because I, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to have a day like that again. So I have to like really think about like what things impact my happiness and how could I do like one thing each week, like very focused, that would make me just 1% happier. And because think about that. If, if every week you were to improve your happiness by just 1%, that's a pretty achievable goal, don't you think? Yeah, it's pretty abstract too because like what's one percent you know i know you're just saying like you're putting a percentage on there so you're just basically saying like let me do one thing yeah that's a little bit just makes me a little bit 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 happier yeah i agree or maybe it's a little less unhappy i don't know how to describe it but like or do something that doesn't give you joy i mean not doing things yeah don't do something that doesn't give you joy yeah so I'm going to figure this out. But, you know, when I think about that, I have to start with what things bring me down. And I was thinking about like little things, little things that you don't realize impact your happiness. Can I share with you one? Okay. You, I'm not boring you, am I? You're like yawning. No, I'm not, I'm not bored. I'm not bored at all. Okay. Like I was thinking today how, and tell me if this is true for you. How do you feel after a workout when you know you didn't get as much done during the workout as you would like or you wouldn't have had the same intensity? And part of the reason why is because you let your phone interrupt you. That doesn't make me happy. So I try to limit that. Okay. So like today, I was like all day long today, I tried to be aware of things that impacted my happiness, even on the most subtle, subtle of levels. And one of them is if I respond to notifications on my phone. Like if I start getting text messages, reminders of things that I need to do. And and this normally doesn't happen unless I'm working out at a later time because my staff is phenomenal. My whole team knows like try not to text her until after 11. But if I'm working out after 11, which I've had to do a couple of times just because, then I feel obligated to respond to all those messages. You know what I mean? Because it's after 11, they've waited but then I'm unhappy because I've you worked a up. Hot workout partner today. Oh, I, I trained Brett today at the gym. 
What do you think about it when I train you? It's fine. Oh, jeez. Well, you, I mean, it's not like you sit there and like touch me and like you know make sure like my form's all perfect. You just we you give me the workout like and we split and go back and forth. Yeah, because I don't want, I don't want to like female splain. You know, there's man splaining. I don't want to like. But I do. Uh, I would I like to. I would. I there's some things doing. about. And I know you don't know what you're doing, but there's a few like you know. I'm picky about form. I know, but a lot of my form has to do with my body aches. No, you swinging your bicep curls today had nothing to do with your body aches. I wasn't swing. I was actually sitting down. You're the one that like a little bit of swinging your bicep. You, you swing all the way up and then are go you down joking sw- right now? You swing all the Brad, way up. Jo- don't even joke. You're gonna make you- me mad. <laughs> Don't even joke. I'm such a stickler. Anyways, what was I saying? Why did I say? Oh, so I, I noticed like today because I didn't go on my phone at all. I had my notifications turned off and I'm like, okay, what's the difference between today's workout and yesterday's workout? Because today I'm happy. Yesterday, I know my husband was there, but, but aside from that, I know what the difference was. I kept responding to text messages and demands and requests and okay so that's like one little thing i could do to make me one percent happier anyways i'm going to do a whole episode on that and break it all down because i think that's a really good thing but as we wrap this up i saved the very best for last as you may or may not know i'm fully addicted to starbucks egg white bites and i felt like i had to get them every single day almost and I've been working on trying to make the perfect dupe, something that tastes just like it, a copycat. Y'all, I've done it. I mean, I think I might be up for the Pulitzer Prize. It's that close. Sierra, I didn't even tell her to try them, you know, because I, I know she's probably afraid of my cooking. But she, I was in my podcast studio today, and she's like, Mom, are these egg white bites? Holy cow. Next level. I'm like, seriously? She was like, I can't believe it. They're exact. They're but they're even just like a little bit better. I'm like, really? Okay, so this is how you make 24 of them. So it's a batch that, you know, like cut this in half if you want to make 12, I guess. But I made a batch of 24 of them and then I put them in the fridge and between the three of us we'll be eating them all the time. So here's the recipe. In a blender, you might have to order these on Amazon, maybe you have them at your store, but they are pork rinds made by Epic. And Epic is a really good brand, okay? So they're artisanal oven-baked pork rinds, and I get the ones that are sea salt and pepper, okay? And it's like a, I don't know, I don't know what size bag. The bag is like, how big is this, honey? Is that like 10 it's like inches? inches? It's like an 8-inch size bag. <laughs> I know there's ounces, but I don't have it in front of me right now. So it's like that bag. Okay. Anyways, so you take that and you put that in a blender and you turn it into like powder almost, like dust. And that becomes a binding agent and it replicates in the Starbucks version. They put, I think it's uh, potato flakes or something weird in theirs. Anyways, that also, so you, you start with that. Okay. You blend all that up and then... Keep it in the blender, and then you want to pour in a full, tall container of liquid egg whites. Got it? Then two cups of low-fat cottage cheese. 
three ounces of shredded Swiss cheese. I actually like shredded it. I got a brick of it and I shredded it like really fine. I don't know if that matters, but that's what I've done. And then a little bit of salt and pepper and then you blend it in the blender. You just kind of mix it on the blender, okay? So that's a lot. You know what I'll do? I'll make a little video for you guys of all the ingredients and I'll put it in the pod squad. Why are you laughing? Because it's funny. It's not, it's not funny. It's funny that you're giving people instructions on a podcast on how to make egg white bites. <laughs> and everything is just in a blender. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're basically, you got like, I you, don't you, really you, know how to cook. This is like this magic thing and you got like five ingredients and you put them in a blender. Then what? You put them in some, uh, some tin ramekins and put them in the oven. Smart ass. <laughs> so then you spray your cooking spray inside the muffin tins. And I baked it at 325 for, I think, like 20 minutes. Yeah, you can just tell because they just get a little bit firm. And I'm telling you, you're welcome. They are egg white bites. And they are 65 calories each, 10 grams of protein, 2 grams of carbs, and 2 fats. And... Obviously, you're going to eat more than one. You know, you're going to probably have like three or something. But I had them this morning before my workout. And I just, sometimes I just want like a quick little protein that's actually all whole ingredients, nothing processed. Well, I guess the pork rinds are probably processed. But it's just, you know, like sometimes you don't feel like doing a protein shake or whatever. And you need those quick snacks, that are good for you. You're welcome. You're going to freaking love it. Oh, one more tip for your lashes is on my Instagram feed. Check out the post I did on Thursday about how to save your lashes. I think you're going to find that very helpful too. All right. I love you guys. I mean it. And we'll talk to you soon. Do you want to say good night? Good night, everybody. He was very tame tonight. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and following along. The Shalene Show is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. The Shalene Show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For Tuesdays and Thursdays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shalene's other podcast, Build Your Tribe, which she co-hosts with her son, Brock Johnson. It's all about business, social media, and marketing, and devoted to helping you make more money and live more life. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.